1: Hello, everyone. I'm Terry Barr, your host of the Pennywise podcast. I have a question for you. How about this one? Do you have a credit card? Okay, I'm putting my hand up. <laughs> my guest, Sarah Raffer, Many times over. <laughs> yes, is a credit card expert with Nerd Wallet. We're going to talk to her about your credit card today. And also, if you've checked your interest rate lately and why that might be something you want to do. Hi, Sarah. Thanks for being here. Hi, Terry. Thanks for having me back. Absolutely. Okay. We've been watching interest rates on the rise. So I guess the first question I want to ask you, how does the increase in interest rates, and of course we've asked, do you have a credit card? How does it directly impact you if you do have a credit
0: card? So credit card interest rates are based on what's called the prime rate, which is that interest rate that's, set. That's, the, that's the interest rate that banks would charge the customers who are most likely to qualify for loan products, so the best interest rate you can get. So that being said, credit cards take that prime rate, and then they add a couple of percent percentage points on top of it to, to create their interest rates. So when the prime ranges, rising tide lifts all boats or lowers them, depending on what's going on. So what we have seen a couple times this year, and we will continue to see over the next few months, is that with these incremental interest rate increases, your credit card interest rates will follow suit within a few weeks.
1: And that's why it's called a variable rate, because it really never locks in anywhere. So you might have a decent rate right now. And all of a sudden, the next time you look at your statement, it could be totally different.
0: Yeah. It's not like a fixed rate mortgage or an auto loan where you are assigned an interest rate when you're going through the application process, when your application is approved, and that is the interest rate you'll pay until the loan is done. These interest rates on credit cards will adjust, not just based on the decisions of the Fed, but also on your personal financial circumstances and how they change over time.
1: So it makes your... I don't want to say borrowing on a credit card because that's not really what it is. The expenses of your credit card become even more expensive.
0: It does. Not yeah. as much as you might think. So we're, we're, you oh. hear a lot of interest rate hike and inter, you know, all these words that somehow mean that it's this sharp uphill climb. And I mean, yes, that is, I mean, it's a little bit of a hyperbole, but look at it in terms of the numbers. If you had a $5,000 credit card balance and you made minimum payments all year and your interest rate was 17% uh, then over the course of the year you're spending $850 on interest if mm. your interest rate were to go up to 18% up from 17 then it's only an, other, an extra $50 for the year hmm. so not so much a hike more of a more of a slant yeah. but it's what I Yeah. So what I focus on is not the $50 difference, but the base $850 you were already paying in interest for the year, because that is a tremendous amount of money. That is how much $900 a year about is how much I spend on my electrical bills for 12 months. So imagine what you can do with that money if you didn't have to spend it on interest.
1: Okay, you've set us up very well for really thinking about this right now. And I, I would like to say right now is the time too. And we have some steps to try to get a hold of this. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna tackle credit card debt today. Okay, so here's step number one, and Sarah's gonna explain what this means. Mm-hmm. Know what your credit card debt actually
0: is. Yeah, what this, is the, this yeah. is the hard part. This is the hard part. So um a neuroballet study found that. of Americans don't know what their credit card interest rate is. And I am included in that number. I'll admit it. Um, So if you have credit card debt and other debts, you might also have a car loan and a mortgage and other debts that you're paying off at the same time. It helps a lot to at least know where you stand today. And you can do that by taking a piece of paper and a pen doesn't have to be fancy spreadsheet (laughs) and looking over all of your most recent credit card statements or loan statements, and just writing down the name of the loan, the interest rate and the remaining balance, how much you owe. And you might have multiple credit cards. You might have multiple student loans that have different interest rates. So you really want to list each debt out individually so you understand the balance and the interest rate and how they differ from each other. And from there, you've already done a really hard part. So you should pat yourself on the back and then keep going with that momentum. That's when you begin um, examining ways to prioritize those debts and find ways to save money on interest and pay things back as aggressively as your budget allows, especially high interest debt like credit card debt.
1: What about step two? kind of freezing your credit card, put it in the freezer, just don't use it, whatever it yeah, takes. Yeah. I mean,
0: you could literally freeze it in a block of ice if that would help. It, it <laughs> won't harm the card at all. It'll still work.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. But the, just because you're in credit card debt and you have, you know, let's say you've written out your debts, you've come up with a plan to pay them off. You're putting all the extra money in your budget toward the debts, but you know, with the biggest balances or the highest interest rates, and you've got a plan and You're going to do this for the next like 12 months to see how far you get. That's awesome. But it doesn't mean the bills stop coming. You still have to pay rent or mortgage. You still have to pay for utilities, for food, for transportation, for all these things that we pay for every day. And if you're continuing to put costs on your credit card, your debt is not going to budge. So it could be a good time to uh, keep your credit card open just for the purposes of debt repayment but return to cash and debit cards for those everyday expenses. If you're making a major purchase and you want those consumer protections, like the ability to dispute charges, you could right. put that on your yeah. credit card. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you're just buying groceries and you know paying for your monthly streaming subscriptions, that could go on a debit card instead. And
1: then you really do see where your money's going, you know, almost every yeah. day. So Yeah, you know. because it's coming
0: out of your checking account right. directly as you use your card um, instead of running up that monthly tab on your credit card and then realizing at the end of the month exactly how much you owe.
1: Oof. Okay. And we're trying to get past that right now. So, yes. okay. So step three, negotiate with your creditors. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Tell this me more a, about these this. Are
0: some. These are some phone calls worth making. Uh, You might not have success, but you might have success. And so call the number on the back of your card and see if you'd be eligible for a lower interest rate. Just ask. You never know. And they could say no, or they could say yes. Uh, If they say yes, then you might be motivated to keep the card as it is. Um, It's working for you. If they say no, then luckily there are other credit cards out there. You can shop around. You can find a card that better meets your needs as they are today. Because the card that you're already carrying might have met your needs a few years ago or a few months ago, but now you're trying to prioritize these debt repayments and there might be something else out there that would be more appropriate for that.
1: I love that. Don't be afraid to make the call and make the change if you have to.
0: You don't have to be loyal to a credit card company. Trust me. it, it, it's a credit card. They're not going to like, you're not hurting your cards feeling. <laughs> It'll be this okay. Is you, can why you, it, are... you can keep it in a drawer after you close it for sentimental reasons. If you want, oh, gosh.
1: But, you, know, you don't have to, <laughs> but, but the chopping of it feels so good. Doesn't it? It does when feel chop really good.
0: Up? If it's a metal yeah. card, you can't do that, but okay. uh plastic ones you can. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> this is why you are our credit card expert. Yeah. I, I uh... haven't done a
0: series on how to destroy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Mostly you just have to mail them back if they're okay. metal. So yeah, we, you'll We get might have look. to have
1: fun with that. Sometime
0: (laughs) it's like a real will it blend situation, but Ah, you ever see that meme where people put random stuff in the
1: blenders, and
0: yeah, that's a really great way to break your blender. So don't don't do
1: that. Don't do that either. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. How about uh, step four? You know, thinking about consolidating your debts. What would that mean? What would that
0: look like? Yeah. So I mentioned shopping around for a more appropriate credit card, Mm -hmm. and that might be what's called a balance transfer credit card. It lets you move a credit card balance from a card that's charging a high interest rate onto a card that has a promotional 0% interest rate for a long time, sometimes uh, a year or more. Yeah. And that can give you a nice long cushion of time to make debt payments and save potentially hundreds of dollars on interest, especially if you can completely pay down your debt before the promotional period ends and the interest rate rises again. Mm, Okay.
1: Yeah. Good to know that I have one that's, um, 12, uh, yeah. rather 14 months, 0%. Yeah. I I'm digging it right now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And so there are a couple of things to keep in mind with balance transfer cards, okay. which might make you consider whether or not it's an, an option for you. So first of all, you typically need good to excellent credit to qualify. That's really important to know. Uh, and also you will most likely pay a fee typically 3 to 5% of the transferred balance. So if you're going to go this route, that's just something to budget for. Uh, once that promotional period ends and the interest rate kicks back in, if you have any debt remaining, you'll begin to pay interest on that remaining amount. Um, that can still save you money if you're not paying interest on the, the original amount. You know, if, if you can just... If you can pay off your debt within a few months of the promotion ending, then the amount of interest you might pay will still be minimal and and will be dramatically reduced to compare to what you would have paid before. So so that's another thing to keep in mind. Um, And you also will be limited um, in terms of how big of a balance you can transfer over by the credit limit you get when you apply for the card. So all things to keep in mind, but if it is a good option for you and, and you have a credit card offer that fits your needs then it could be a good route to take to consolidate your debt good
1: th- i think right now all of these are good things to consider now number five as a step though this feels big credit mm-hmm. counseling
0: yeah it's hard to ask for help mm-hmm. but sometimes having another person who has no stake in your situation just take a take a ten thousand foot view of of everything of where your money's going your current debts and all of their circumstances. It can be very beneficial. Um, look for a reputable nonprofit credit counseling agency
1: mm, okay. and they can help.
0: Yeah. They can help you rethink your budget. They can help you negotiate with your creditors. There are lots of different resources out there. And so, um, sometimes you just, you really need somebody else to step in and, and help help you and help keep you accountable. It can be very helpful.
1: Okay. And honestly, just having a discussion like this makes you feel like you can do anything, really.
0: yeah. <laughs> is there anything else to
1: add to these steps? Anything else that we've, you know, sort yeah, of I would
0: say another loan consolidation option I didn't mention earlier was personal loans. So if a balance transfer card is, is not for you, uh, you could look into a personal loan where you could, um, it'll pay off, you could use the money to pay off your debts and then consolidate your debts into one equal monthly payment for a set period of time. It's not going to be 0% interest, but it is often a lower interest rate than you would be paying with your credit cards. And it's a nice identical monthly payment, which could be a lot easier to budget for compared to variable credit card payments every month. So that's another option to consider. And a big uh, a big early step in all of this, in addition to listing your debts, and this, this part is hard too, is figuring out where your money is going every
1: month—the
0: money you're bringing <laughs> in, and then the money that's going out—because if you can quickly pinpoint a few areas that you can cut from your budget, you might not—you might not even notice it in your day-to-day life that you don't have these expenses anymore, and that can free up more money in your budget to put towards your debts, put into your emergency fund, um, help with other financial goals that you have, and um, you know it, it is worthwhile to examine your spending. Um you can cut your budget to a point. <laughs> um but another aspect of this is bringing more money in through income. So finding ways to either take on side work or great resignation your way into a higher salary. So mm. yeah. Is that
1: the bottom line for this episode? It's the bottom line for most episodes. I think. <laughs> there it is. There's your reality. Earn check. more money
0: if you can, which if you can. it would, it would, it would bring you some, uh, it would make things a lot easier, I guess, yeah. if you, if you just have more money coming in, uh, assuming you keep your spending levels the same.
1: Okay. Yeah. And we've talked a lot about that in this one. So, yeah. oh my gosh, Sarah Rathner, she is a credit card expert with NerdWallet. Always terrific to talk with you, Sarah. Thank you so much. Thank you. And you have been listening to another Pennywise podcast from Lee Enterprises. I'm your host, Terry Barr. So glad to have you along with us. And we'll see you next time.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you.